Hey, this is Kiran Nagarat from the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Adelia Susania with us. Adelia is one of the finest real estate agents in Oklahoma. She believes in providing first-class service and helping her clients make an informed decision to buy or sell real estate. She has helped hundreds, if not thousands, of families and individuals to find their dream houses in the city of Oklahoma. With that said, let's welcome our today's guest, Adelia Susania. Adelia, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me, Kiran. Thank you so much for being on the show, Adelia. Let's begin with the first question. Please tell us something interesting about you that most people tend to don't know about you. Um, here recently, I've just become a lover of plants. Um, so that's probably the thing most people don't know. I just love their, the beauty of them, the simplicity, and I'm just starting to collect them, which is funny because I don't have a lot of space where I'm at. Um, we're in the transition of building our home. So plants is like my thing now. Uh, so do you think that everybody would fall in love with plants when they when they get to grow around plants? Like, what do you think about it? Like, uh, how does this happen to you? What is the story? Well, yeah. It's funny because I've never had a green thumb. My mom, yeah. I grew up with her having plants and she's got them in her home every time I would go over there. They would always grow so beautifully and she would just she wouldn't even have them in in soil like they would just be in water. And so she just had this touch. And I was always fascinated by that. And I when I had my first home, I would try to have plants. But for some reason, the light wasn't right or whatever it was. But where I'm at now, there's a lot of natural light and I've always had a desire for them. So it just kind of came about and it just it's another way to kind of relieve stress for me. Um so yeah, I found that I've enjoyed them here lately and I've just been a collector. My kids are like, we can't have any more plants in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good one. Like if you see uh with the time uh I guess I too would be in the plants, right? But the place that we live in are somewhere the difficulty, right? Because it depends where you live. Right now, it's like a studio apartment, right? Wherein we have all the lights and uh, like uh, the team members living with me, right? In their own bedrooms. But uh, that's what it is right now. But with the time when I grow up, maybe when I get married, uh, my wife would want me to keep plants, right? <laughs> so, yeah, they, they bring a lot of calm and peace yeah. and they're good yeah. for breathing as yeah, well. Yeah, but right now, it's complete entrepreneurship zone for me. So... <laughs> Maybe I'll fall in love with plants sometimes later, but good to know <laughs> that you're already in love with them. So, yeah. Adelia, tell us about your entrepreneurial experience. Like, how did you catch the entrepreneurial bug? What happened? What was the story with that? Why entrepreneurship? So, I actually started working, um, had several jobs over the years, but the one that I think led me to where I am now was I worked for... Uh, social worker. I used to do social work for the state of, for the state that I live in, and I um, enjoyed that work. I actually was able to have my children as I worked as a state employee. Um, benefits were great. I received health care that was, you know, I basically didn't pay for anything to have three children, and we know how expensive it is to have a child, and so. That job was really great for me for that season of my life. Um, and it was when I had my third child, I had the option to go back to work or I could, you know, stay at home. But they gave five years to make that decision. And so during that time, I took probably about a year into staying at home with my, um, I have two boys and a girl. So it was the, the two younger boys at the time. 
And I just started looking at, you know, the numbers and realized if I was to go back into this job, I would have to pay for childcare, which was very expensive for a, a young child. And so I just started looking at everything and, and just decided it was cheaper for me to stay home. My husband was working at the time and childcare, you know, would have put me in a part-time position doing full-time work when it, when the numbers came down to it. And so I just made a decision in that moment to just, you know, I don't know what my next thing is, um, but I'm going to stay home while I'm here and take care of my child and also leave the opportunity open for me to explore the next thing. And so uh, my husband works as a personal trainer part-time. He was doing it as part-time, got a full-time job as a teacher. And so he had a client that actually worked for a home builder. And they had a opening for a, at the time they called them floaters. So you would sit in on the model homes for the builder and just, you know, sell, you know, really you were sitting in for the community sales managers, but it was a part-time job. It was salary and I could make commission on the side if I happened to sell a home. And I thought, oh, this is great. Uh, so I just decided that was something I was interested in. I didn't have any real estate background. I just wanted something to do. And that that was the entry into me moving into real estate. And how did you got the license then? When did you get it? How what was the process there like? Uh because you so, got, yeah. Yeah. So it's a really interesting story, and I won't go into too much detail unless you want me to, but um I thought that's where I was supposed to be. And it turned out that I was really in that position from a fear place because I was at that point exposed to real estate, but I did not want to go into 100% commission because I thought I've always worked for someone. I don't know what that world is like. I'm used to benefits. I'm used to my vacation. I'm just used to all the things that come with a job. And so I kind of set myself in a place there thinking that I was going to grow and, you know, work my way up to the top. And I'm a woman of faith. Um, so I also believe that God had other plans for me. And because I was trying to stay in a, in a fear-based position of thinking that, you know what, I'm just going to settle right here. Um, I was actually forced out of that position and it, you know, unjustly, but it, it was actually a blessing looking back. And so um, I decided after I left that that job and I took the time to actually go and pursue my real estate license, study for the test and um, just got licensed in December of 2015. And uh, after that, there was no looking back. Like you love your real estate work, right? <laughs> I wish I could say it was all roses and daisies, but... I will say it was the it was the number one growth experience for me in my life. Um, I would say being a mother was definitely a close second and being a wife. Um, but what I would say, the gift that real estate gave me, yes, the entrepreneurial piece that's inside of me that came to life was the ability to overcome my own mental mess, my own um unworthiness. You know, there was a lot of things in me that I didn't believe and had to believe because in order to be in this business and to be successful at it, you have to show up and you have to present yourself and you have to keep trying when you don't get paid, when, you know, you get rejected, you know? So there was a lot of stuff there that had I stayed where I was, 
I would have never really had to be exposed to uncovering another layer of me. And so I will say it has been my growth journey, as well as my financial increase journey and um, business journey. But it has definitely been a very vital part of my life as well. So it all worked out for the woman of faith. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so next question, Adalia. Please tell us a personality trait that you that you think an entrepreneur should have. What is what is important an entrepreneur should have to succeed in business? You definitely have to have resilience um, and perseverance as well, because even when you don't see the results, you have to pull that part of yourself mm -hmm. that is in there that is going to propel you to keep moving forward. And I think you really kind of have to be in it for something beyond the title, beyond the money. Like there is a desire for you to show up in a way where you really want to change and make movement happen in your life. And so that's what I would say, dig deeper than the surface level of thinking, oh, I'm just going to make some money here. or I'm just going to do this thing there. You know, what is it that's going to get you through those moments when you're, you know, you're at a huge disappointing place or you don't have the money or you don't feel like you're you're able to to move forward in, in whatever it is? You know, so I would just say just dig deeper into your why and what that is for you. So to begin with, it is really difficult for people to stick. But once they start seeing some results, a result happening there and here, it's then after that, it's just about the flow, right? To get into that flow wherein like uh, you have that resilience resilience and persistence to make it happen, right? Just get yeah, yeah. the mindset of doing it on a regular basis. So in the beginning, it is really important to, to stick to what you're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 knowing that you're not going to be just everything in the beginning. And so for me, I would say to, I wish I would have known, um, you know, it is, it's funny and I, I could say this now, but it's easy to kind of be all over the place in the beginning because you don't know what to do. Um, but figuring out one, who you are and how you naturally show up. Mm -hmm. And is this something that is sustainable? You know, can I, what skill sets do I have now? And adding on to that as you go. And so for me, I had experience in sales. I was a sales manager um, for a company where I had a team where we were over office supplies for different businesses. And so I was over that team. And, but that was before I went into being a social worker. So that was like, I had to go back 10 years. You know, I had, you know, years of customer service experience. And so there was there was things in me that I could use and apply in my real estate business to help people and to have those hard conversations and to help them navigate through making decisions about selling and buying their home, you know. And so just tapping into the past skills while applying new ones, learning new ways to sell, learning um, how to help people overcome objectives. And so so, yes, all of those things were something that I was a learner. And that was another thing. I took my strengths finder. I'm a learner. It's definitely one of my strengths. And so knowing that I have natural strengths that I'm going to be able to help me grow my business, grow as an individual, because that's really ultimately how your business grows is, is to the extent that you do.
yes yes so first you need to invest on yourself focus on yourself know what your skills are and with the time uh, like it's it's like getting the inner warrior alive and then going to the battlefield that is what you talked about around the lines of right if absolutely absolutely yeah uh, so tell us about the business how did you manage to grow so much adalia in these years like what what are your strategies what are your blueprints that we should know about like uh, what should we pick what are the uh, crms that you use or something of value for future real estate agents so real estate is a people business right so we're dealing with human beings <laughs> so i would say the biggest thing for me was tapping into the natural part of me that just cares right um and so doing the job well was is, was number one I, I was when i'm in it i'm i'm gonna help you i'm here to help you you know and so having that mindset of not just having all these tools but how can i make it about the client how how can i show up for what their needs are you know so in the beginning i wasn't doing consultations with people i would just get some information and let's let's go you know but as i learned over time, you know, it's, it's helpful to, you know, identify the things and map out a plan, you know? And so the first year, I think I did like five deals the next year, you know, I did 11 and 22 and 28, like in every year, my business was just doubling up and having those relationships of people from my community, um, my people from church, people that I knew from prior work, you know, so I just looked at, okay, what do I have right now? Who do I know? And how can I show up for them now? And so just starting with that mindset, which wasn't a lot, I wasn't buying leads in the very beginning because there wasn't any money for that. Um, but I did reach a point to where I could afford that. And I did make those investments. So making, working with, with what you already have, taking what you have received from that, and then reinvesting it into the business and then continuing to just rinse and repeat and do those things with doing a good job and investing into the business. And so investing in yourself. So it's like you have this mix of just cycling the, the work in that way. And that for me has been the formula of, you know, I do client appreciation parties um, where I've rent out cert certain spaces and you know, I just give away gift cards and just tell people thank you for the business that I've done and making sure, you know, reminding them on their anniversary, you know, home anniversary, you know, so just all little touches that you can do. Anytime I get a referral, I'm always buying coffee for a person, taking people to lunch. So my business has been very personal um, in that way, with a little mixture of people that I don't know. So there are times where I have invested and bought services that help me grow my business. So just looking at what it is that I need and how I can help support what I do, because um, you can get distracted being all over the place because I learned because I've invested in coaching, I've invested in all the stuff. But even with that, nothing wrong with it. I still do it. But you have to get to a point to where you've taken in what you can take in and applied it. Now, how can you create your own recipe for yourself? and for your business. And so that's kind of the space that I'm in now is where I am here. I'm able to train other agents. I just started a team, you know, so um, just finding that that place of your own recipe. Yes, yes. And uh, I like what you said, that understanding your assets, right? 
because in the beginning you would have nothing right no experience nothing nothing but at that time you can understand your assets maybe people you know are your assets right in most cases uh, that could be one of the asset because in the beginning you know you have no money right so understanding assets uh, starting with what you have and then reinvesting so i love that part other than that uh, adelia tell us about your like difficulties that you're facing right and what are your growth plans yeah so far as my growth plan um right now i'm investing in real estate myself um one through a home and secondly through rental assets um so i always you know it's a business at the end of the day yes we are we're here servicing people but i'm also creating a life and so i know at the end of this train there's going to be a day where there's I'm not going to be able to do what I'm doing. And so I know enough to know how can I create a wealth plan for myself. Um, so I'm in between that. So I'm I'm working the business and I'm building a plan. <laughs> um, so and I've got three little ones to raise behind me. Me and my husband also co-own a fitness studio. Um, so that's been amazing and challenging at the same time. So yeah, we are just kind of in that space of looking at the opportunity that's before us. And, you know, like I said, we are giving this knowledge in this business, not just to do one thing with it. It's like, how can I expand on it? How can I add and grow? Um, so that's one part, um, phase as well as I'm taking on another agent. I'm currently training my assistant to get licensed. And so she's working on that. And so I'm excited about the potential and future of that, as well as um, looking into a commercial development a business idea that I want to have um, to turn a home into an event space. So those are kind of all of the future works for me right now. Yeah. And with the, with that, you said, uh, I understood the difficulties you would be going, like going through, like getting the real estate agent. So that could be the uh, regular things that you would be keeping in touch with, like the common Task that needs to be done and no difficulties at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Only, yeah. There is only a way up. There is only one way and which is up. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. we're going somewhere, right? Yeah. It yeah. might as well be in a trajectory that's upward. And and so that I would say that's the pretty cool thing about working in this business. There's no cap mm-hmm. on what you can do. You know, yeah, there's a lot of things that are uncertain. And, you know, I still have those challenges of oh my gosh, this deal is not closing or, you know, there's, there's a lot of variables that are unknown in real estate. And so if you can get to the place where you can minimize or reduce them and still function through them, you will have the success that you're seeking and and show up for people and um, let that, let lead with that, knowing that that's ultimately what you're here to do is to show up in a space to help. Yes. Yes. So Adalia, one question, as most of the marketing is done online these days people are using zillow uh, people are using instagram right people are using reels youtube videos and uh, and when it comes to customer they are also searching for the information online so they are getting real estate agents online uh, they are seeing houses online so what are the ways you are using to to keep up with this online space what are the ways uh, like are you on instagram how do you use Instagram? What is with YouTube? Uh, SEO. So what? What is? What are you? Short answer: All of it. 
<laughs> right? Because that's where yeah. the people are. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So I go where the people are and where I naturally will want to show up. My probably my number one favorite place is Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I just the personal lover of it, but I also am there for business. So Instagram has been very successful for me, as well as Facebook, of course. Um, I have a Facebook business page and a personal page. I actually get more business on my personal page (laughs) than I do my Facebook page. But it's definitely important to have the business page for ad purposes and things like that. Um, And LinkedIn is another place where I'm at. Um, The business community is there. And so um, I definitely want to make sure I touch that space. Um, Google Pay-Per-Click. Um, has been probably the number one lead source for me this year alone. Like if I could just look mm-hmm. at it all, money is high return there. Mm-hmm. So that's where I drop my dollars at. Um, and I also have, of course, there's a website. Like, I, you know, I just try to always stay in tune to what is producing, not just where, you know, I need to be because they will tell you to be everywhere. And for the most part, there is a presence everywhere, but where I spend my time and my money will be Google pay-per-click and Instagram. Yeah. And if I were to speak about the question, right, this is the question which I most like, right? Because this is where I get to know what is with, what is with the online world, right? Because I too want to get into real estate and my businesses are uh, online marketing and all. So this is the question where I get to know uh what what exactly is happening in the market and uh, how how people are doing it so your google paper click just clicked an idea in my mind right so so something so thank you so much for that answer uh with that said if okay. you had if you had let's say ten thousand dollars extra on your budget i already know probably what you would be doing with this but how would you like to spend it and why Oh, that's a great question. So, of course, Google pay per click. <laughs> that will probably be half. But then the other half, I would right now, I'm actually working on my appreciation party. Um, so, I would drop that five, the other five grand into getting people dressed up, having, giving them food, giving them booze, uh, letting them have a good time, and branding myself with people that I already know. Like, there is just such value. For me, it has been, I've, I've got a lot of repeat business over the years now, seven years in. So people kind of at that mark where they resell that home, that starter home. Um, so I have found a lot of success in reinvesting back in my community. And so I personally love that. I was a part of my homeowners association in my last neighborhood. I had a chance to help um, be on the board where we put a park in the neighborhood. We added a basketball goal and some swings and set and just left the community better. And so that was a great experience. And so I love reinvesting in people that way. And so it has, it has, it has been the number one return next to Google pay-per-click for me. And so that's where I would put my money. I've kind of seen what works and that's my return. And so that's where I would go. I get it. And I agree with you on that. So Adelia, next question. Uh, Please tell us about your favorite quotation. What is your favorite quote, Adelia? Ooh, just one. (laughs) Um, You know, Gandhi is probably, it sticks with me. Be the change you want to see in the world is probably the number one. Um, I could sit here and think of a slew of others, but at at the core value, that has been somewhat of my mantra. I, I show up 
because I I want to live in a world in which I can show up and give my best. So I don't know if uh, you would be getting most amount of Indian followers after this podcast because you spoke about an Indian person who is Gandhi, right? So <laughs> connected with my Indian audience only a bit more than others. Uh, <laughs> let's keep it to that. Adelia, if you were to write a book about yourself, okay? What would be the name of the book that includes your story, your success, and your hardships? Oh, wow. I, I would probably name it my name. Um, I guess it'll be a memoir at that point. Or um, This Extraordinary Life. I don't know why that comes up, mm-hmm. um, but because I do see life is pretty extraordinary when we take the time to just really already see the blessings that we have how we can apply them and look to the future of what it is that we yet to still want and have. So, so yeah, this extraordinary life is probably what I would call that. <laughs> this extraordinary life by Adelia Sushant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Adelia, where can the listeners find you online? Please tell us about your Instagram, your Facebook, anything we should know about. Yeah, so I keep it real simple. It's my name, Adelia Sosanya. I think it's underscore OKC Realtor at Instagram, but I'm the only Adelia Sosanya. So I'm very easy to find. I, I really am the only Adelia Sosanya, <laughs> uh, which is great for branding purposes because I, I get that. Um, same place, Facebook, Instagram. It's just my full name. So do reach out to her, guys. Do follow her. And she's an amazing person with the conversation that I have had. I have had so much fun. Adelia, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure having you today. This was great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much again. I am your host, Kiran Agrar, signing off. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.